3: Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. Glad to have you all here with me. i got a, I got a little bit of a confession. Last couple days, kind of been like a couple of donkey days for me. So I got here at the radio station tonight and DJ Carrot Sticks was like, so you ready to do this? And I was like, "Yeah." But you know what? Now that I'm here and I got my buddy DJ Carrot Sticks, I'm actually, I, I, I'm I've rebounded. I've reclaimed my mojo. As uh, what was it, Maxine Waters? He kept saying, "Reclaiming my time, reclaiming my time." Why well, I'm reclaiming my mojo, but DJ Sticks gave you some extra explosions through the window. Um, hey, out there to everybody uh, watching on Facebook. Hey, by Walters, Jeff Wright, Keith. Hey, Tom, Allison, CV, all my besties are out there. Thank you guys so much for watching and, and commenting there. And also follow me on Twitter at Andrew K. Show and I'm on Instagram. And uh, glad to be here with you all tonight. Got a great show lined up for you. I've got none other than Pastor Daryl Scott's going to be here to talk about MLK Day, because it is MLK Day. But we are also got some other news to talk about. We're, it's From Hero to Zero on tonight's Andrea K Show, because we've got Pastor Daryl Scott coming on to talk about uh, one of America's heroes, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. But then guess what zero is running for Senate? Do you know DJ Carrot Sticks? You don't know. I'll give you a hint. It's not sure what sex it is, whether it's male or female. I can't. You're not. I, you're not coming through to my ears, baby. Chelsea Manning. Yes, America's favorite soldier, the one who abandoned his post and abandoned his band of brothers. So we're going to talk about that with uh, Tea Party Patriots. Um, Jenny Beth Martin is going to be here. Who who remembered that? Tea Party Patriots is still alive and well. There's actually an organization known as the Tea Party. You know what? The Obama administration in eight years was was not successful in destroying the Tea Party movement. One of the things we're going to be talking about in tonight's show is the fascist movement on the part of the left. Uh, More recent allegations coming out with more social media outlets that have basically picked up the mantle where the IRS left off in terms of silencing political opposition and political voices. We're going to talk about that a little later in the show. But, of course, today... Is, oh, and by the way, don't forget the lines are open. I tend to forget that I'm now, since I'm live every day, 6 to 7 p.m. here on the Andrea K. Show, I'm, I'm able to take your calls and talk to you guys live, which I love so much. So do uh, give me a call here. Tell me what's on your mind. Tell me. If you do call in, I'd like to know what you think MLK Day, what it means to you, if anything. Uh, does it even mean anything anymore in America? And if not, tell me why. I posted the question on Facebook. If Martin Luther King Jr., if MLK was alive today... How would he finish the sentence? America is, and boy, I got answers all across the spectrum. I might have to pose that question to Pastor Darrell Scott. Um, m- many of you know, um, you longtime Andrew K. listeners, of course, know that I was born and raised in the Deep South. I'm the daughter of two Marines, and um, growing up in the Deep South certainly uh, it came with my knowledge and my exposure to racism in this country as well as its history. So I feel connected in a sense to America's past in this area because I grew up in it in the post civil rights era. But I also feel disconnected from it because like so many families at that time in which I grew up down there, uh, the N word was not allowed to be spoken in my home. Uh, it really, there, it wasn't something that I actually saw in play in, in my life actually, but because I did grow up down there and it was uh, the history of the South, uh, you know, it is something that, you know, it pains me. It's something, it's hard for me to watch a movie like The Help because I feel as though since I'm from the South, that there's this, there's this, um, Um, brush that's painted on everybody from the South as though everybody, everybody from the South is racist. And, and, um, it, it pains me because that's absolutely not true. I grew up like every other American hearing that speech and those, I'm going to get choked up hearing that speech and those words from Martin Luther King Jr. And, and how moving it, it is to hear him speak. What an amazing orator he was, what a service he did to this country. And, and for this country and for his people. And I posed the question about what what he would say today if he were alive. And I was I was curious by the answers, because, you know, to me, I would think that he that when Barack Obama was inaugurated into office as the first black American president and he wrote and he won that presidency in large part because he was black. When people had no idea who he was, his background was not allowed to be discussed. We weren't allowed to ask questions about it. We, his, his history was hidden from us in many ways. And so the... the- People projected onto him what they wanted him to be. He did a beautiful job as an orator himself, uh, President Obama did, and and made America think that he was going to heal the racial divide. And after he left, and he has not been out of office more than like five seconds, and where we are now as a country, we are more divided. There is more hate between Americans now than there was when I grew up in the deep south in the post-civil rights era and that is shocking to me. It is shocking to me to see and hear more racist crap out in California that didn't, that didn't wasn't even a part of the deep south and what happened down there. President Obama It was classic bait and switch. It was, you know, promise the world and deliver New Jersey. This was a man. All day long, I've been hearing about Trump the racist. I'm sitting here in the studio with TVs up in front of me, and it's Trump, Trump, Trump. What a racist, what a racist, what a racist. And, you know, it's like, are you kidding me? It's just frustrating, so frustrating to me, because all that's about is a continuation of President Obama's and the left game plan. The second he took office, he did everything he could to try to divide us, particularly along racial lines. This was a man who in his book, we weren't allowed to talk about it, but in his book, he said a white man's greed runs a world in need and talked about his grandmother was a typical white person. And one of the first things he did when he took office was falsely accuse a white police officer of racism and said, if I had a son, he would look like Trayvon. Had the Department of Justice going around fomenting hatred, the whole hands up, don't shoot and the Black Lives Matter movement. And they were given a, a, a front seat In the White House, when they were advocating violence against police officers, the hatred going on right now, I have to believe... And I haven't even touched on the fact that they, that we had during the first eight years of my life and the first time I can remember in America during the Obama presidency where we had white professors being told to go in front of class and apologize for being white. We now have every institution that I can think of, uh, at least that are universities, teaching white privilege and shame on white people and, and white shaming. There's even a school, Rice University, ran an ad today, a coupon, you know, White Guilt Day. You get, oh, uh, and bashing, uh, let's see how they said it here. Um, uh, Hey there, white people. Uh, We know, you have a day off to celebrate someone who managed to beat the system. Don't despair. For the low price of eternal shame, you can spend those 24 hours doing something productive and then it goes on to be completely nasty and disgusting. They tried to cover for it by saying that this was satire. Well, you know what? Uh, and that it was going to raise people's awareness of the issue. No, this is, this is, this is is to me, completely contrary to what Martin Luther King said he was about and what he wanted and what his dream was for this country, that we would all be judged on the content of our character, not the color of our skin. And we now are in a reverse situation. Um, I'm curious if one of my favorite people in the world, Pastor Darrell Scott, What he has to say about this i followed him on twitter today i think i know pastor daryl scott welcome back to the andrea k show
4: thank you for having me it's uh it's about time
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so here we are on uh, martin luther king day and it's it's a, a time in which you know we remember a very great man and what he did for this country um but as somebody who grew up in the deep south i'm really i'm really concerned pastor scott because i i think that MLK would be very disappointed and how we've regressed that progress in this country by the progressives. They want us to think that progress in this country is white people having to apologize for being white and white privilege and this and this and this. And I say, I don't think that that's his dream fulfilled. Do you? No,
4: I don't. You know, I'm a child of the 60s as well. I was born in the late 50s, grew up in the 60s during the Civil Rights Movement, even though I lived in Cleveland, Ohio. um, We still had the riots in the 60s and the riots were up north. So I'm very familiar with the Civil Rights Struggle. Of that time, but I really believe that Dr. King's successors did not continue his dream. I think that personal agendas, political motives came into play, personal aggrandizement and came, uh, self-interest came into play, and his successors did not continue the dream that he had. And uh, as a result, you know, it led to where we are now. But what I also believe is this: and when we talk about the hate between races, I really believe. There's more hate between political mm-hmm. parties mm-hmm. than there is between the races, and they're using race. The the, the left is using race as a political tool. Exactly. And people are brought into the propaganda, and they've been hoodwinked. They've been brainwashed. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and into believing that that something which is political, you know, it's not racial. You know why? Because think about it. The, the races that are in the same political party don't have this animosity. Right. The animosity is cross-party more mm-hmm. than it is cross-racial.
3: Exactly. So in it, fact, th- that th- was... You
4: want to know something? Yeah. All of, the, all of the racism that I've experienced during the last campaign, this 2016 campaign, came from black people. Wow. And I'm black. It's in- yeah. interracial. Well, in- intra, right. not inter, intra racial racial racism has well, it- become predominant to the extent that we're hating on each other Right, and, and using racial slurs against each other simply because we don't agree politically.
3: Well, it's all identity politics. In the same way that uh, what you just described, I, uh, as a woman, you know, the left tries to pretend that they're the party not just of minorities, but of women as well. And I got to tell right. you, I have more hate against me as a conservative woman from liberal women. It's right. astounding. And I've been saying on my show for a while that what this is all about is is about identity politics. You know, divide us into into different neat categories. Tell every category whether it's women black people what you know uh, transgender whatever the lbg tq or whatever the, the the letters are today divide everybody up tell them that they're victims of the republican party of america right. and then pretend that that the democrat party is going to somehow save them and it and it's and it's and it's particularly um egregious to me because every one of those groups is worse off when the liberals are in charge particularly the African-Americans. You look at, that, at how much better the lives are, are black Americans today, just one year later after President Trump took office with the low unemployment rate and, and, and job numbers coming back and growth in this country. And, you know, instead of uh, people appreciating that today, it's all day long that Trump is a racist because he said, you know, a comment about some other country.
4: Right, and then they'll also try to attribute President Trump's accomplishments to his predecessors. The former President Obama, that's ridiculous. Uh, They're they're trying to, you know, uh, attribute the low unemployment numbers and the economy and all of these other things. They're trying to attribute it to President Obama. When, when, When President Trump came into office, they predicted the stock market would crash because of him
3: oh yeah and in so, fact know, that Mitt Romney said. was one of Mitt Romney was one of the people uh that predicted the stock market was crash and he was supposed to be this amazing business person instead we've had like 40 right. something times the stock market uh has has increased and, and reached record numbers um you know it's uh, almost
4: like every day there's a new record
3: right and to me is there still racism in this country yes of course there is just like there is sexual harassment of women and just like there is sexism towards rem- women and every time the race card is pulled on something that's obviously not race, like his comments about you know other company countries, which oh by the way, President Obama said something identical about Libya, which is a country of dark skinned people that are Muslim. Nobody said it was racist when President Obama said that Libya was a, a bleep hole. Um, you know, to me, it diminishes real racism in this country, just like um, you know f- you know uh, unsubstantiated claims of sexual harassment. You know, diminish those of us who who truly suffered it. You know, don't you feel like the constant playing of the race card has has done more also to diminish our progress in this country.
4: Yes, it has, and you know it's becoming a worn-out card. You know, but President Obama positioned himself so that any second-guessing mm-hmm. of him by a white person, he con- was was construed as racial. If you question me and you're not, and you, see see the unwritten code among the blacks, were you don't question or criticize him at all because he's black. And if a white person questions or criticizes him, they're racist. So this guy set himself up to be beyond, uh, I don't want to say reproach, to be beyond questioning, to be beyond any type of suspicion. Mm -hmm. Let me give you an example. I I was at the White House on Friday. We had a tremendous uh, ceremony commemorating Dr. Martin Luther King. President Trump gave a great speech. Secretary Ben Carson came behind him and gave a great speech. And then Isaac... Uh, Dr. King's nephew gave a great speech. Afterwards, the president signed a proclamation, official proclamation, designating the historic landmark park and designating Dr. King's uh, birthplace as a national monument. As soon as it was over, and while we were basking in the afterglow of a great uh, commemoration, a great uh, ceremony, and uh, the president was walking up, the black reporter, April Ryan, starts Mm. yelling at the top of her voice, Mr. President, are you a racist? Mr. President, are you a racist? And then as he was walking out, she kept on, "Will you answer the question? Will you answer the question? I mean, it was so loud. It just quit. it sucked all the air out the room. Mm-hmm. It took away all of the uh, good feelings that we had from the ceremony, yeah. and I couldn't take it no more. So when she kept saying, are you going to answer the question? I looked at her and said, no, you're not going to answer the question. And so she says to me, I'm not talking to you. I said, well, I'm talking to you. Ooh, good for okay, you. Afterwards, they might. But see, the thing is, I could do that yeah. because I'm black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If anyone in that room or any of the White House staff or anyone that wasn't black had done the exact same thing, uh, she would have been able to play race con. Yeah. And, you know, that's what they do. That, that liberal side of the media, especially mm-hmm. with, you know, that's a double neck. Like, I'm a woman. And mm-hmm. black. So I can play the misogynistic race guy, but she couldn't play it with me. Yeah. And, you know, afterwards, they said to me, well, President Trump could have spoke up for himself. You didn't have to say anything. I said, I didn't speak up for him. I spoke up for me. Mm-hmm. She was getting on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> had a good ceremony, and she was irritating and aggravating me. Quit, quit, keep hollering that out. So I
3: told her to shut up. Well, she was being disrespectful, too. I mean, I can't imagine, uh, you know, a woman screaming and shouting it like that. If that happened against Barack Obama, I would have been oh, offended. Please. There was a congressman oh. one time who, who yelled out in the middle. Of, I think it was a State of Union address against President Obama. And he was dressed down by the Republicans as well. You know, how about oh. behaving in a way with some class? And you know what? Shame on her for trying to take that moment and make it be about herself. And make herself the story, and and you know, hat tip to you, you know, for for shutting that down. When we
4: got outside. Mm-hmm. She wanted to get into a shouting match with me, and she went straight to the gutter with it. But I wouldn't indulge her. I mean, it got ridiculous. It got so ridiculous. She was saying things like, I'm from Baltimore and you from Cleveland, but I'm from Baltimore and Cleveland. Like, we're going to get some turf war. Like, I'm supposed to get some homies <laughs> from Cleveland, and she's going to get some homies from Baltimore, and we're going to testify fight at the White House. It was ridiculous. I was like, lady, please. Uh,
3: it's like yeah, she was trying know. to revive the old Tupac Biggie thing again, but with you and her, Thank it's like, come right. on, lady. Serious last it was, question. It was, it was ridiculous. Yeah, bef- it was, and
4: you know what? If, what? if President Obama had been... And and, and, a, and a and a white female reporter has started shouting out, Are you a racist? They would have she mm-hmm. lose their job.
3: Oh, yeah. You know what? You're absolutely right. I agree with you, as I've said many times on my show, that this is really identity politics. It's all about politics. Unfortunately, there's many people out there who actually believe it because you know they, yeah, they, know they actually think President Trump is a racist. They're not getting the news about the truth of who he is. For example, in 1986, he was given the Diversity Award in New York City and was handed that award by Rosa Parks. You know, I just am concerned that so much damage was done to turn us back Um, and and fostering so much hatred among Americans during the eight years of President Obama that I'm not sure now if we we can repair that. Last question for you before we go. Do you think we can and how?
4: Well, I think think we can repair it simply because it's a political, I think it's more so political than it is actual. Mm -hmm. And so just like you, myself, and a lot of people we all both know and love, the whites in America aren't getting up in the morning saying, I hate the blacks. The blacks no. aren't getting up saying, I hate the whites. The Latinos aren't either. Now, the Democrats might be getting up saying, I hate the Republicans.
3: <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and someone or vice versa. Democrats.
4: Yeah, that's, that's the issue. The yeah. worst issue is this political divide. And they don't realize, and I hope, you know, they're exposed. I believe God is going to expose them because they're doing their best to undermine this country. So mm-hmm. they can undermine the country and blame it on President Trump. I'm glad he has thick skin. His skin is a lot thicker than mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, we 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 were we were at a meeting on Thursday for prison reform at the White House, and to, and I and I mean this when I say it. And if you saw my Twitter, you saw it on there. Nobody advocated for the prisoners more than President Trump did. He was the mm-hmm. one that was at the meeting saying, "Well, they deserve another chance. Well, can we give them some training? Well, mm-hmm. they're some good guys. They are just." Made mistakes. He was the one advocating wow. for them in the meeting. Yeah, he's also the
3: man. Yeah, he's also the man that you know quietly behind the scenes gave a lot of money to Rand Paul to do surgery trips down in Haiti, as well as, right. as surgery tri- trips uh, to Africa. This is a man with a long history of charity and putting his money where his mouth is to take care well, of of the poor. He, he doesn't boast about it. it. No, he doesn't. And you know, and, and imagine right now if the Trump Foundation was being accused by Haitians. Of of ripping them off to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars. Imagine uh, what the media would be uh, saying. Darrell Scott. Can I say one more thing? Yes, sir. Can I say
4: one more? During the campaign, I went up to Trump Tower quite frequently, and oftentimes I took people with me, friends. And when they got up there, I would tell them, look around, tell me what you see. And when they looked around on Trump Tower, on the 26th floor, the executive office floor, let's say there's 25 officers up there, and 15 of those officers were women, and half of them were, more than half, were minorities. Mm -hmm. I told him, I said, you would expect to come up here and see the Aryan Nation. And when you look around, you see blacks, you see whites, you see Hispanics, you see Asians. They're in executive positions. I said, women run this company. The head of all of the Trump real estate worldwide is an Asian woman. Mm -hmm. And I said, this did But you know what Mr. Trump wouldn't do? He wouldn't point to that to prove he wasn't a racist. He never brought it up. He wouldn't say, look, I'm not a racist. Because that was his ordinary. That was his normal. Right, and he hasn't been a racist and he isn't a racist now
3: well Pastor Darrell Scott you know him better than anybody I've had on my show and I thank you so much for being here tonight on this day and uh, it's a long day for you and it's getting late back east thank you so much for being here God bless
4: God bless you too bye bye All
3: right, we are way over on a break DJ Kirit Sticks is about ready to throw a stick of dynamite through the through the studio at me we're going to take a quick break when we come back more of the Andrea K. Show coming up and don't forget to call me 888-344-1170
6: A home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home.
7: If you don't have an estate plan, then the state
2: Dennis Prager here for My Hearing Centers, talking about their latest technology, Signia NX. My Hearing Centers is looking for people to test drive the best-sounding, most convenient hearing aids ever. Using revolutionary dual processors, Signia NX has the most advanced soundscape processing in the industry, giving you superior speech understanding, especially in noise. To participate, you must call 619-822-2686. If you or a loved one is having difficulty hearing, or if understanding speech is becoming difficult, you are are needed to try these innovative devices. Schedule an appointment today, and you'll be given the opportunity to try this first-ever natural-sounding new technology right in the My Hearing Center's office. Try before you buy. What a great concept exclusively at My Hearing Center's. Call and book your free hearing evaluation and free trial in one of their many convenient locations with absolutely no fee or commitment. Don't wait. Call 619-822-2686. That's 619-822-2686
3: message and data rates may apply
2: remembering
1: when to change your fridge filter is a hassle remembering the right filter is almost impossible so at filters fast we have some good advice forget it instead remember this text water to five four three five four three and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever get it all taken care of for a fraction of big-box store prices with a filters fast brand filter even better you can save 10 percent and get free shipping Text Water55 to 543 543. With a huge range of brand name filters available, Filters Fast is America's number one online filtration company. And you can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price, delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember, it's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? And why not save 10% and get free shipping? Find out how by texting WATER55 to 543-543. That's W-A-T-E-R
2: 55 to 543-543. Attention military families and vets. Your VA loan benefit now grants you a cash-out, 100% refi, with rates in the threes. Fellow veteran Sonia Hadley has also earned her stripes in mortgage lending. She's done all kinds of loans over the last 30 years, and now she's uncovered an exclusive VA benefit you won't find elsewhere. With sky-high home prices and rock-bottom interest rates, there's never been a better time to lock down a lower payment and tap up to 100% of your home's equity to pay off debts, do improvements, whatever you like. Approval is quick and easy with Sonia's in-house underwriting from Arbor Financial. She'll even come to you. Sonia also has a VA streamline refi with no income documentation, no appraisal, and no credit report. Call Sonia at Arbor Financial to see if you qualify for the cash out 100% refi. Today's rates are in the threes, so call 833-MY-VA-LOAN, 833-MY-VA-LOAN, 833-MY-VA-LOAN. AM 1170, the answer.
5: You're listening to the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, the answer.
3: Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. We are rolling along here, and it's kind of a good thing because I didn't have my dynam- uh, my donut before I came in. I'm starting to get a little hungry. Okay, I'm, I'm starting to I'm starting to obsess on uh, grabbing uh, one on the way on the way home here. Um, joining me now is, hey, did you guys, you guys remember a little group called Tea Party and Tea Party Patriots? They came upon a scene uh, years ago after President Obama got in office, and it was, uh, it was a group that was, of course, you know, we've been today's MOK day. We're talking about phony charges of racism in this country, the Tea Party, and uh, different organizations. within it came about, um, and it was based on after President Obama got elected. It was called, It was based on taxed enough already. But of course, the left did uh, what they. Uh, what I was just talking to Pastor Daryl Scott about. And uh, through their identity politics, mischaracterized the organization as racist. And then, of course, we know that in order to really try to marginalize them, the Obama administration used the IRS in order to shut down many of these different groups and to, you know, control the message and you control minds. Joining me now is Jenny Beth Martin from Tea Party Patriots. Hey, Jenny, welcome to the Andrea K Show.
8: Hey, thanks so much for having me, Andrea.
3: Well, I am super excited to know that the Tea Party and Tea Party Patriots are alive and well. Thank you for that work.
8: Oh, well, thank you so much. And thanks to everyone who's been involved in this movement. We've made a difference in our country and we continue to do so.
3: How, how has it been? Because some people have thought, you know what, it just kind of dissipated and, and it really wasn't a force anymore. I'm curious as to, you know, what's going on with the organization and, and, and what you guys are focused on.
8: Well, um, at the moment, over the next couple of weeks, we'll be focused on immigration and the spending bills that are before Congress. So we focus on in non-election years, primarily on legislation and helping to get the best legislation passed possible or Mm -hmm. opposing really bad legislation. And then during election years, our super PAC gears up and works. During the 2016 election, we made over 2 million volunteer phone calls to voters in Pennsylvania, Florida, Ohio, and North Carolina, knocked on over 100,000 doors, sent over 100,000 pieces of hand-addressed mail from volunteers around the country into Pennsylvania, and helped. helped. We weren't the only ones involved, but helped swing that seat for Donald Trump. Yay. And so, you know, we were so angry when we began, didn't have a lot other than making our voices heard and then we got it organized and got to work and, and we haven't gone away we're just working differently than than only protesting
3: fantastic I love it uh, speaking of immigration uh, president Trump said you know a lot of people were really upset that he had this um, open negotiations and the camera was there cameras were there and he brought the Democrats to the table and he made a couple of statements that had people a little queasy um, and it looks as though he might have been you know the sta- uh, unstable genius genius or the stable genius, um, because it looks like DACA is dead. And he might have done a really brilliant job in putting it back on the left, killing DACA by basically um, calling the bluff of the left. How do you see what's happening with immigration, in the DACA deal right now?
8: well i I say that when it comes to to DACA and the desire for so many people to grant and the state of people who've entered this country illegally, they don't they don't give up. So I never ever take any of that um, for granted, but I do think that that we are are moving in in the right direction, and President Trump has worked very hard. With members of Congress to come up with some sort of solution that he thinks works. We're actually going to be doing a, a webinar tomorrow or a Facebook Live session tomorrow with Numbers USA to really delve into the details of the House bill and the Senate proposal. Mm-hmm. But it, it it's something that we can't let we, we just have to to stay on it and we've done mm-hmm. this before we did it in 2013 people mm-hmm. did it before and during George w Bush's administration right. and we just have to keep watching it very closely
3: yeah we've we've got to push back on this because this is what the le- the left always uh, you know tries to beat us with the pc C- stick uh, the shame game the stick of emotions and the reality is you know the American people uh, you know we've got an economic you know Recovery underway and an economic uh, rebound, but we still have twenty trillion dollars in debt. There's still American people not sure how they're going to feed their own children. There's still Americans bringing children to this world, and they have their own dreams. And you know, we, you know, it's one thing to say that that maybe some people who came here were brought here by their parents, um, you know, should be allowed to stay. But why in the world are they receiving a gu- you know taxpayer benefits when the American children aren't getting? It? And we must put an end to this. It is insanity that we are handing our country away, little. By little and to have you know Republicans like Graham actually try you know the reason why Trump responded like he did with a with a bleepo comment was because he had Republicans come into his office and, and and adding trying to add to the problem trying to bring more people here who can't afford themselves you know President Trump got elected because the American going back to 2014 you talk about 2013 2014 the American people Republican Democrats and Independents gave the uh, control of both houses of Congress to the Republicans because they saw that open border being flooded by all these, quote, unaccompanied minors on top of President Obama using his pen and doing something illegal and granting this DACA deal. And the American people said enough is enough. And we just got to stop it. Right.
8: Yeah, absolutely right. And not only that, you're right about 2014. And let's face it, this issue is part of why Donald Trump won the primary and won and became president. I mean, he has to understand that. I think he does. I Mm -hmm. think he does understand it. We just have to keep reinforcing it and working to make sure that we tighten, and secure our borders, mm-hmm. um, enforce the laws that are already on the books. Right. We need to implement that entry-exit visa system. It's been in place; it's been in place for years. It just never implemented it. Yeah, and and work to make sure that the people who have come here legally are being treated fairly and that those who have not been who did not come here legally and are here illegally are not getting preferential treatment
3: absolutely i mean it's astounding to me that somebody who's in this country illegally there's some argument that they should get in-state tuition for example when some uh, you know american citizen taxpayers supposed to pay out-of-state tuition for their own kid i mean and we've had republican governors going on board with that with that time, how many of these DACA kids are getting social security benefits you know it's one thing to say that they should be allowed to stay again but we are so off the rails with what we're doing with immigration and and the left has done a brilliant job with trying to conflate it that if you don't want open borders you hate brown people you hate this color or whatever and you know it, it's but I think the American people uh, long ago caught, caught on on that I do think that there's some people that are like you know what if the DACA kids continue to be allowed here to stay just as a way for us to finally get a border wall and to seal the border and get a merit-based immigration system, I think that the people, you know, would go along with that. You know, I think the American people are kind of pragmatic. Do you agree?
8: I think that, that you are right. I, I do think you're right. I think that there are people who still say, okay, prove to us so that you're really going to do all of this. So perhaps one, one thing they could also look at doing is if, because a good lot bill that's in the House right, of Representatives right now would, would do that. It builds a wall. It ends chain migration. It adds um, to uh, make sure that we're able to have better, tighter, stricter interior enforcement. Mm-hmm. It's a lot a lot of good things to reform the Im- immigration system in the way it needs to be reformed in exchange for granting essentially amnesty to the children who who entered through the DACA program. Now with all of that, so one thing that perhaps they could do is just have some checkpoints along the way because that bill um, allows three-year renewal automatically. So perhaps every three years before they get renewed, we ensure that the wall the has been built. Right. We are implementing the exit entry visa system and, and the, other, the other things. So there's a little bit of a checkpoint along the way. I can tell one person who's so, who is, this person's number one issue is immigration. And they said, look, if the House will pass, send it over to the Senate. Let the Senate, let the Democrats kill it they say they want to take care of DACA. This is the way to take care of DACA. Are they going to stand up and actually do that and protect American citizens at the same time or not? Good question. And that's a a good question. As we are looking at these bills, we consider that viewpoint.
3: All right. Well, Jenny Beth Martin, thanks for being here. Um, How can people get more information and and find you uh, in your Facebook Live tomorrow?
8: Um, so go to teapartypatriots.org, again, teapartypatriots.org, and we're going to be doing Facebook Live at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, but it will be on our Facebook page um, throughout the day tomorrow, so you can, can go back and watch it. We'll be answering all your immigration questions.
3: All right. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you, Andrea. All right. All right. Okay. Um, well, do we have time to take a caller, DJ Carrot Sticks? All right, we got we got one minute. But I'm going to take a call right here. Hey there, is Steve? Welcome to the Andrea K. Show.
4: Howdy, how you doing?
3: I'm good. Thanks. Um, we got about a minute before break. You wanted to chime in on the DACA?
4: Oh, just real quick. Uh, we know that the DACA program was put through on an executive order. Mm-hmm. Uh, through through, even though it was an executive order, courts had already ruled that it was unconstitutional. Well, we have a judge in California, uh, uh, J- Judge Alsup. He uh, made a ruling that that Trump's executive order to end DACA, he was going to put a stop to it. The judge can't put a stop to something that's not law. Well, we're being we're being bamboozled.
3: Oh, completely bamboozled. You know, we've got dictators in robes all over the place. Just like, you know, the in yep. uh, mm-hmm. Seattle area and Hawaii, and we had one in Maryland that tried to stop President Trump from, you know, implementing, you know, his his immigration when he did the travel ban, which he had every right under the Constitution to do. I mean, this is this is the mm-hmm. this is the tyranny of the left and in, in do you know spades. We can and
4: we, impe- do you know we can impeach these judges?
3: Well, we can. The question is, is they're not doing it. And, you know, people act like yeah. we just have to sit back and and take it and, and where's the where's the Trump administration in pushing back on this? So you're right. Or I mean it Congress. was it it was illi- or Congress as well. Steve, that music tells yep. me I gotta take a break. Thank you so much for Thank calling. You. Hey, stay tuned. We got more Andrea K show coming up and taking more of your calls. 888 344
5: 1170 Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K.
7: Spelled K-A-Y-E.
9: America, someone coming from nothing really can create unlimited success for themselves and their family. Larry Elder the Sage from South Central here with my friend Aaron founder of California Deluxe Windows a true American success story. Aaron I've recommended you to my friends and they are so happy with the work you've done. Thank you Larry that really means a lot. We all know Larry is one of the smartest and most discerning people so if you are selecting windows and doors listen to Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe. We'll do for you what we did for Larry's friend and family. For the best quality windows and doors made in America, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about 20% off your entire order and 1 year interest-free financing. California Deluxe Windows 888 New Windows 888 New Windows. He will indeed say, "Your house can be covered with potato chips and we wouldn't crack one." CSLB
5: number 774518. Some restrictions apply.
9: What are your vacation plans next summer? Larry Yoldi here with a bit of sage advice. Give your sweetheart an amazing summer cruise of the Hawaiian Islands with me and my fellow talk show hosts, Hugh Hewitt and Mike Gallagher. We, three amigos, will be hosting the 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise, discussing the state of our country while island hopping in paradise. We'll sail to some of the most beautiful sights in the world. Then at night, we'll all get together, Hugh, Mike, and me, for an insider's discussion of what's going on in our country. The 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise next summer, August 11th through the 18th. Come on, join us for a week in paradise. For details, just log on to am1170theanswer.com and use the keyword aloha. That's am1170theanswer.com, keyword aloha. We are going to have a great time. AM 1170, theanswer.com, keyword aloha.
1: At Peterson Dean Roofing and Solar, our hearts go out to the many families that have been affected by the natural disasters that have occurred in the past year. There's no question that we'll see more events like this and that power outages will continue to occur as a result. Solar power with our cutting edge energy storage battery can provide security and peace of mind that your home maintains power and connectivity even when the grid goes down. Plus, that battery provides even more cost savings by storing the energy during the day and then deploying power intuitively at night. You beat the high time of use utility rates. Have backup power and simply save more money. All this month, buy any 12 panel or more solar system from Peterson Dean and with your good credit, add an LG Energy Storage Battery for only $29.99 per month using available federal and state incentives. These government incentives likely won't last, so take advantage and add this storage battery for less than $30 per month. Just call 888-857-7998. 888-857-7998. That's 888-857-7998. L B SLB
0: Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-965-5269. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee so there's no risk. For free information call now 1-800-965-5269. That's 1-800-965-5269. 1-800-965-5269. AM 1170 The Answer San Diego.
5: You're listening to the Andrea K show on AM 1170 The Answer.
3: Welcome back to The Andrew Acacia. Glad to have you all here with me. Oh, the big story up on CNN, on the TV screen here in the studio. in, uh, In the studio here, Detroit man deported to Mexico after 30 years in the U.S. Like, oh my gosh, that's so horrible. As though, you know... That because he's managed to successfully squat in this country and take advantage of us means that, you know, there's some statute of limitations. You know, is, is that how it's going to work in neighborhoods from now on? If somebody goes on, you know, you you move into a home that while the family's on some extended vacation and because you've been there a certain amount of time, you know, suddenly, you know, it's yours to possess. It's absolutely ridiculous. I don't care how long he's been here. You know that's like somebody who commits a crime and is on the lam and has to look over their shoulder. Well, you know what? If you eventually get caught, too bad. You broke. You broke the law. That was the risk you ran. Don't come and don't. I can't go into Mexico and do that. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, You know what's even more ridiculous to me is that we've got some soldier who abandoned, who who went AWOL. On his band of brothers. They then risked their life, and fellow soldiers died trying to go find this man. Then, when he's finally brought back, five Taliban terrorists were given in exchange for this person, who went AWOL and had his fellow band of brothers risk their lives and some died in order to get him. Then we had the President of the United States after giving five terrorists for him, President of the United States doing some kind of rose garden ceremony where the dad wearing a beard is speaking, you know, some kind of, you know, Arabic or whatever and as though he's some kind of, you know, hero to be brought back to the country. That person should, should have been shot at sunrise by the way now this individual who's decided he wants to to you know uh, walk around calling himself a woman now is running for office the united states chelsea manning are you kidding me if pat were alive he'd slap the pink lipstick right off of him and yeah i'm going to refer to him as a him because i don't care if somebody cuts their winky off or what gets two double g's or whatever implanted it doesn't change the fact that you're a man this is astounding to me that this is happening in this country. Oh, and if you watch the videotape of Chelsea Manning, we're in trying times, times of fear, of suppression, of hate. We don't, and then there's all these, you know, video of Charlottesville or whatever. We don't need more better leaders. We need someone willing to fight. Are you kidding me? You didn't fight for your country when it was your job to do so. No, you left your band of brothers to do your job for you and risk their lives fighting the enemy to come and try to rescue you. Are you kidding me? But you know what, Chelsea Manning is the perfect candidate for the left, anti-American, intolerant party of science deniers. It's all this person is. It's just ridiculous to me. But I'm not allowed to say that. Anybody listening to that's gonna, you know, you know, think that I'm the hater, right? You know that you know, and, and anybody who says, oh, by the way, did you know that the new the new um, attack on anybody now is with this transgender thing? I don't. There was some reality show and some R and singer or whatever that um, wouldn't allow some transgender man to kiss him, and now that's then. Then he was all over social media. That's that's the new the a new attack that's going to be on men. That if you don't want to date a transgender or kiss a transgender, that you are. Bigot. Meanwhile, there's all this hashtag Me Too movement going, well, this this transgender person literally tried to force a kiss on this R&B singer. But that's okay? Because it's a transgender? It's just crazy. Uh, speaking of crazy... Um, You know, my hero of the week on Friday was James O'Keefe because he's one of the only investigative reporters out there, and he's blown the lid off of Twitter and how they're shadow banning. I mean, where IRS left off in terms of trying to suppress uh, the opposition, uh, you know, political belief, uh, you know, social media has picked up. We find out today on top of Twitter shadow banning and setting up, you know, algorithms to try to shut down Trump supporters and anybody uh, with a conservative viewpoint. Now we find out they're rifling through messages and uh you know and and reading everybody's questions and um you know uh, oh they're even i think there's they said uh, on videotape there's like 400 twitter employees going through private messages looking at everybody's pictures and all kinds of stuff are you sending anything i want that job you
0: (laughs) but a small small correction um chelsea manning was the WikiLeak one Bo Bird Dog was the deserter.
3: Oh, that's right. Thank you for that correction. Thank you. Thank you. Thank that was you. I'm a caller. Thank you. I'm glad. Thank you for that. You're right. Um, I had I conflated the two much like the left conflates immigration and wants to tell us that legal immigration is the same as immigration. Speaking of callers, by the way, I got to give a shout out to Fred Strickland, who called in he didn't he didn't want to say hi on the air. He's he's a friend of mine here in San Diego who's suffering from cancer. And I just appreciate him listening. Thank you, Fred. And thank you to who the caller was. Did the caller want to give a name?
0: I, I failed to ask the name.
3: Oh, we didn't ask the name. Well, thank you for that correct Okay, everything else I stand, I stand corrected. There was no Rose Garden. That was Bo Bergdahl. But Chelsea Manning was a traitor in terms of uh, giving away secrets uh, to WikiLeaks. Some of our most um, sensitive information. And, uh, you know, not unlike Hillary Clinton. Who actually should have faced charges for, um, you know, leaking classified information across her email server? Um, speaking of Hillary, we're going to continue. Guess what's happening with Hillary Clinton? Finally, there were some indictments. You know, there might have been. You know, the the left might end up being really sorry that they've tried to wage a silent coup on President Trump with this whole phony Russian collusion situation because it looks as though. Um, it looks as though the indictments have come down in terms of uh, one person out of Maryland in the bribery scheme with the Russians for Uranium One. We'll see if that person sings and whether or not Jeff Sessions is actually serious in terms of any investigation of Hillary Clinton. We'll see what's happening with that and with the Clinton Foundation. Um, uh, also on tomorrow, tomorrow is Tuesday. We're going to have news you can use and Twitter Tuesday. Hopefully I'll have something funny to share on Twitter. Um, You know what I did see? Um, Just to wrap up on Martin Luther King Day and whether or not he had a dream, there's something that's kind of been a little bit of a pebble in my shoe, and I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for saying this, but when I was listening to his speech today that was absolutely amazing— still want to, you know, and I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not holding this against him. But when he says in the speech, if America wants to be a great nation, then he goes on to fill in the blanks. That's the only thing about the speech that kind of still bothers me, because is that is is what happened in that area a blight on America? Yes, absolutely. Because America as a nation is flawed, just like human beings. But America, is has and always will be a great nation and the greatest nation on the on the face of the earth that even while that was going on we have still provided the greatest prosperity as a nation to its citizens than any other on earth and we continue to provide help and assistance and money and you know security and we are the nation's military the world's military and and we so we have and we remain and will always be the greatest nation on the face of the earth um, so I just wanted to wrap with that. And also, hey, don't forget to uh, follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. Follow me on Facebook. Go to my website. I'm starting to get a lot of comments from people there. And I tend to forget to tell everybody I got a website, andreakshow.com. Also, on wherever you want to reach out to me, please give me your show topics and suggestions. And join me every night here at 6 to 7 p.m. live and taking your calls. Thanks, everybody. Have a great night.
5: Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at
0: Andrea K. Spelled
5: K-A-Y-E.
0: Andrea K. Show is sponsored by Andrea K. AM
1: 1170, The Answer.